are again at Mount Manitoba, the home of Not in Hall of Fame.com, and of course, the sister sites, the Fictitious Athlete Hall of Fame, which will have some interesting news in the coming uh, upcoming weeks, the Fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which will also have some interesting news in the upcoming weeks. And I encourage you to do this right after you've listened to the show. Go to www.notinhalloffame.com forward slash USA. And you can USA, vote. USA. Yes. And you can vote like Brad will. And, and, he's, and he's already done, and I'm sure Andrew has already done that, too, for the United States Athletic Hall of Fame. You will be part of true democracy in action. There is no electoral college in this, you see. And you will decide who is part of the first ever class, who is the great American athletes of our time. You all decide that. Because someone had to trademark it, so I did. Who plays what sport? Well, they can play any Well, there's 17 sports represented. Okay. Hmm. I didn't know there were 17 sports. There are 17 sports that there's a lot more that you don't watch, but yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing, basketball, baseball, hockey, football, uh, amateur wrestling, billiards. There's a billiard nominee. I like the fact they named the game Cornhole. There's no cornhole player in this. Oh. It's not a good name. Like, you don't want to ask your friends and relatives if they would like to go out in the back and play cornhole. Speaking of cornhole. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you sure do got a pretty mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. But with that, I'm here with someone who might have a secret secret and someone who is the modern man. Which one of us has the secret secret? And why is Andrea modern? And do either of you have parts made in Japan? No. No. I think I left some stuff. Nothing attached to me currently. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on, we're looking at sticks. Mr. Roboto, possibly their most known hit, their most successful hit. This went number three. I don't believe they ever had anything that charted higher than this, but it's no, also a sign that it's that his. Well, it almost it pretty much led to the band breaking up. It was their Yoko moment. One might say they jumped the shark. You might say that. Uh, critics will tell you that they never were even around the shark, that the shark should have ate them. Uh, Sticks is despised by critics, always have been. And unfortunately, sometimes when bands are despised, they try to appease the critics. I don't know if that's necessarily what they were trying to do here. But I know when Kiss did a concept album in 1981, that's kind of what they said they were trying to do. And it didn't work out very well. This one, though, did generate a hit, a very confused hit. Now, Brad and I, we, again, being of similar age, uh, for us, uh, being, well, me, 51, a little older than Brad, but that was our first introduction to Kiss. because Yeah, was, I'm only I'm 30, sorry, dude. Sticks. Just sticks, sorry. Uh, only 30, man. Yeah. Yeah, 30. Yeah, 100%. Sure, Brad. Mm -hmm. The age I feel, gap. I knew you at thirty. Your hairline was a lot different. Oh, the, the age shiny gap. Metal ass. Look, the age gap between you and thirty is actually legal, so I could fuck it. But anyway, <laughs> just, just <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not that I would. But yes, this this was this was what introduced me to sticks, and then after that, I discovered stuff like Renegade and. Um, you know, that made me happier. Um, and it's funny because I used to love Mr. Roboto, but then, you know, their other stuff really, as I got older, 
Uh, their other stuff was way more interesting to me. And Mr. Roboto was kind of like, yeah, maybe I don't like this as much as I thought I did. I well, I saw that it was really, I don't know if it was meant to appease the critics, but it was kind of supposed to appeal to either. younger fans. And a lot of their older fans were not impressed. Yeah, they were not. Uh, right at, before we went on, because we were, like always, we're waiting for Andrea. It is so, what it is. So we had a pre-convo, and we figured out that this was Styx's 10th album. We um, want to call it, like, 11th. foreplay. Wasn't it their maybe 11th album? Well, maybe it was their 11th album. I don't know. Either way, it was a lot of albums. They've been around for a long time. But they actually formed in the mid-60s, which I didn't know. Uh, so these are guys who were, except for 11. Tommy Shaw. I just want to point out, I think Tommy Shaw and David Spade have to be related somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have to be well like i was saying to you speaking of like you know weird crappy celebrities in the in the mix on this one here like i was saying to you before kirk i watched the um episode of well, the, the section of the movie that you had sent over in the in the group chat in mm -hmm. the nerd cast and i watched that and I, like i said it's not the worst thing i've ever watched but i was waiting for tommy wiseau to pop in yeah, so what we're referring to is if you went to a Styx concert during this tour, uh, you were treated. You were not treated. In air quotes for those. Just <laughs> you were subjected to. Uh, there was I've some not, shit that violated the Geneva Convention going on there. A nine minute intro of, well, basically, uh, this is, uh, I guess, maybe before we get to the nine minute video. Uh, this was Dennis DeYoung's brainchild, and essentially, at this point, he'd taken over the reins of the band completely. And this was his idea. Nobody else knew how to write. As Tommy Shaw said, I don't know how to write about robots. I don't. Well, robots know need to love too. So he they was want to be loved by you. Just you. And nobody else. No, you missed it. Dan Mangan, song called Robots. Oh, I like my version better. You know, you could go with boop, 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 boop if you wanted to. Thank you. <laughs> we you got it. We didn't like it, but we got it. Fine. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But What's yeah, I sat and I watched this thing that you sent over, and it was it was hot garbage. It, yeah, I, I would rather masturbate with a cheese grater than watch it again. Uh, I'm tied with that. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 it was really awful. I heard about it in another review, but I didn't actually watch it until we decided, or I decided that this is the song we're doing. In this promo video, it actually explains what the hell the song's about. Yes. So at least we got that. Uh, yeah. At this time, he's saying thank you to the Mr. Roboto, but he actually he, he impaled the damn robot. He kicked the robot in the nuts. And he yeah. gutted it so that he could climb inside its corpse. He, um, damn it, tauntauned it. He tauntauned it. <laughs> nice. Wow. I had so, no, holy empire strikes back. See, that's what I- Do you guys, do you guys know the temperature of the inside of a tauntaun? I don't know. It's really bad. <laughs> Sorry, Kirk, are you just shocked that I'm the one that came up with the Star Wars reference there? She is knows that what... the Star Wars. I didn't. I, we've never talked Star Wars. <laughs> oh, fair. Okay. 
so no, I did not. I did not know that uh, you were part of that part of that uh, sort of geek squad there. I, I, I I'm very impressed. <laughs> anyway, back to Mr. Roboto. Yes, back to Mr. Roboto. Well, the video sort of also it sets in the dystopian future, or is it? Dun 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 dun. And Dusty says, "Yeah, Jesus." He said he was inspired from a tour and going into Japan. Uh, just the how technology was, and keep in mind the early '80s. There was a legit fear it, that Japan was going to take over the world. And if you don't believe me, go watch Blade Runner. That's what they thought it was going to be. Hey, Blade Runner is awesome, man. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like tears in the rain. But you know, like you introduce that, to, <laughs> you introduce that to somebody who's much younger, and they're going to say, like, why did? Why is everything Japanese? Shouldn't it be Chinese? No, because back in the day, in the 80s, like the mid 80s, you get everything being made in Japan. Right. But I'm saying if you if you were if you introduce that to your kid, mm-hmm. right, because yeah. in her entire life, Japan is not Japan. Arguably, they're not even the most they're not even the second most influential country in their in the region anymore. No, but there for a while, man, we were we were concerned about all the manufacturing coming in from the right. J.A. Pan company. That's right. So he was inspired by a lot of that, just increasing technology. Can we talk about the main character's name for a moment? Oh, Kilroy? Yeah, please. No, Robert Oren Charles Kilroy. Oh, yeah. R-O-C-K in the USA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was deep, man. That was was like five joints deep. Five joints of 80s weed deep. You think? I don't even know that Dennis DeYoung is even somebody who... did a lot of drugs yeah i don't know i don't think so i mean he's still with his same wife of all this time which is pretty cool mm-hmm. but he should not have tried to write a musical or a he rock should not have tried to write a musical and that's essentially what he did so he's inspired by uh japan taking over the world futuristic concepts and uh apparently i don't you know the moral majority basically is right, what he's moral, right right because there was a there was a group well, there's always been sort of a group that's that's been sort of uh, worried about lyrics, uh, like bands and having horrible influences. And I think mm-hmm. Styx got named because Styx is named after the river in hell. The river Styx, absolutely. Styx, right. And technically, it's not the river in hell. That's just the underworld, and it's going to carry the dead on to the next life. I haven't been. <laughs> haven't been. No. But it is uh, why... Um, they were getting censored because the Christian right didn't like the fact that, in their minds, it's a reference to hell. Well, this is also during the time of the Satanic Panic when D and D was viewed as like devil worship. Was it? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, the eighties was was rough on the nerdy. Do you nerdy remember when boy. when ET came out and they were playing D and D? And there was a backlash publicly about them promoting D and D and Satan in the movie. I, I haven't watched it, and well, last time I watched it was probably the same time I watched this mu- this music video. I love so, man. So yeah, censorship is kind of the core of what this whole bullshit is about. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a a rock star that has been jailed by the MMM. what dr righteous that's the character yeah, it's the mmm uh the majority for musical morality 
Yes. Which right. is basically a double double fingered eye poke at the moral majority. And Opal is awesome. Yes. Opal says hello, sort of. You know, when I because when I think of the rock god who is corrupting everybody, the first thing I think of is Dennis DeYoung. No, you think of Ozzy. <laughs> you think of Alice Cooper around that time? Oh, that, that was when I think Alice Cooper, he tried his new wave album. Mm -hmm. uh, listen oh, to that. It's actually kind of interesting. Cooper had a new wave album? Yes, he did. Flush the Fashion. Okay. Yeah, actually, that was, I think it was two years before. But yeah, he tried something a little different. First time I ever saw Alice Cooper was on The Muppet Show. Hey! Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, did he do well? Yeah, I think he did Welcome to My Nightmare. Hmm. He was. I, I, uh, he, he said to Jasper, "Oh, good-looking pup." That's right. Mm -hmm. So this nine-minute video is—it's basically—it's an abortion. I—I I don't know what else to say here. Mm -hmm. uh, Tommy Tommy Shaw plays Jonathan Chance. There's another great name. Yes, he does. And he takes a chance, and he helps get him. What did he do? Didn't he? Didn't he? he didn't even really help him. He showed up no, at the old up Rock at the and Roll end. Hall of Fame. Basically, they they broke in there to try to meet or to try to see some of the old acts and what have you. And they're demonizing Elvis Presley in there, and they're talking about anyway. Then uh, they unmask um, uh, Robert Kilroy. Warren Charles Kilroy, and he's underneath the the robot mask, and they're like, "Oh, and I'm Kilroy!" Yeah, Kilroy. Yeah. And the crowd went wild. Well, the crowd well, went wild. They did, because we watched how, so they would do this every every show for this tour, and then just bleed right into it, into that, where you got you to- ever have one of those show. videos that you're watching, mm -hmm. where you're looking at the progress bar at the end and going, it's not near close enough to finish? <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah. That was, and I made the mistake, too. I was telling Brad before uh, you, you joined, I, I found a whole the whole concert of, of that. <laughs> And oh so, dear! Oh, it's 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 awful because that's not the only skit they do. Oh, yeah! I love that it's a skit. It's a skit. I mean, like <laughs> that's what they were calling it. Basically, like we were doing this fucking Shakespeare. I mean, Tommy Shaw said that basically he was uh he was doing a lot more coke than before. Um, this could only be coke and LSD. Yeah, or something. Mm. Uh, it was so no, I mean it's it got massive airplay. It charted. It it went. It did well, well. in Canada. Yeah. So I think it was because it found the younger fans. It was the synth rock and what have you, and the younger fans the wanted. More. Yeah, and and the old fans, they kind of didn't like it. You know, they they went. Uh, they kept on the on the back catalogs. So this was never intended to be released as a single. It was entirely built for the shtick of the opening the concert, well, and it was the Who did Tommy, and that went really well. Pink Floyd but, did the Wall. Yeah, but this They're was not, not intended to be released as a no, and uh, so it was. I think his kids or someone that was like, "This is great, you got to release it," and so they they swapped out one of the they swapped out a song on the album for it and then released it as a single because it went over so well. But mm. um, it was... The first release, too. So it was their first single from the album. Yeah. Which apparently caused a lot of friction within the band because 
again, the other band members had no idea. Well, like, because uh, you get JT Young, who is, and, and Tommy Shaw, who were pretty much the creative people behind that, along with Young, and the Panazzo brothers, who just didn't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah, okay, we'll just play. You uh, got to give them credit, though. I mean, I think it, it, during their time, Sticks did pretty well. And yeah, did they did they become a punchline at the end? Absolutely, they did. But you either live long enough to see your you die a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I, I prefer their end than Chicago's. Or um, oh, uh, what did Chicago do? Like they split. Peter Cetera did his thing. Yeah, but that's when Peter Cetera pretty much took over, and then everything was the sappy ballad. I mean, mm. like so wimpy. He made he made uh, well, basically glory of love, baby. He made uh, he made Dennis DeYoung look like Rocky, but of course, <laughs> DeYoung did knock out. He did knock out Impale and Skin a Robot. So there you go. That's true. Kick uh, the robot in the balls. I don't know how they watch this back and any of them thinking, well, Tommy Shaw hated it, but I don't know how Dennis DeYoung looks at this and says, "Man, I was great in this." Let us show this to the public. <laughs> he was a modern man. Well, he was a modern. Now let's talk man. about that. What the fuck? There's no mannequin. There's no modern. What the hell? He was being fancy. He was talking fancy. It's like how the Brits say aluminium. Okay, but at least with, with, with when you do mannequin, it's rhyming with everything. Mm -hmm. You already had man at the end. You don't need to change this. No, you could have just been a modern man. But I am the modern man. So I guess he was being fancy. I don't know. But it is. I mean, it's it's definitely going like it's it's in shark territory. It might only be at the aquarium near the shark tank and having somebody, you know, jumping near it. But like they didn't totally Fonzie over the top of this thing, but they did they did mess around near some sharks for sure. I don't hate this song but i think it's cheesy as shit it's embarrassing in some ways it detracts from their previous work i think i i, I think a lot of people who were fans of, of that band would, would agree with you on that I've, I've been trying forever to find this this will ferrell thing on saturday night live and i can't find it i haven't been trying that hard otherwise i would have found it and it's basically ferrell's playing some pitch man talking about when when bands went to shit and you mm. all these great songs, uh, including uh, Mr. Roboto by Styx. Uh, I, I've been dying to remember some of the other ones. It was something else by Chicago and just mm. all sorts of crap like that. Tommy Shaw would eventually leave this. Leave, leave, uh, he almost wanted to leave during the, actually did leave apparently during the tour. Just like, I can't do this every night. I hate this. <laughs> did leave the band. Uh, they, he would come back, but then... They were never the same. They they had they they would go their separate ways. Dennis DeYoung did his solo work. So did Tommy Shaw. Well, Tommy Shaw joined Damn Yankees. I think Sticks' worst song is this one tied with "Sailing Sail Away" or "Sailing Away." For me, it's "Babe." I hate "Babe." Oh, "Babe" isn't good either. But "Babe" is way worse. I kind of like "Come Sail Away." I. Uh, I always hear Cartman's voice in it now. <laughs> I'm sailing away. That's the one. Um, so this one, I, I think their best, one of my favorites, has got to be Renegade. Yeah, uh, that's that's my top two, along with uh, 
Blue Collar Man. Mm, Blue Collar Man's good, but uh, Renegade still tops it for me. Just the, the 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 rhythm of that one, I love it. Yeah, he's that in Billy Madison. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, Billy Madison. Yeah, it was that. So here, so they would eventually do did reunite without Shaw, and then they had one other minor hit that I can't remember because it's not that it was it was another one like typical Dennis DeYoung stuff. I've been pouring through interviews of him, and he's basically like, oh, "I'll get back together with them." Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, he he would love to he would love to sort of do that, uh, but you know they eventually booted him out again and then for good and then, I, I saw another interview where Tommy Shaw was just being interviewed. This was only a couple years ago, and there's this guy who probably did, did no research. He says, "You know, I've always wondered what's what, what what's the deal with Mr. Roboto? And Tommy Shaw goes, "I got no idea." <laughs> I can't I can't tell you. Yeah, I just can't I, tell you. Yeah. yeah, so they were. Shaw and Young have trashed DeYoung. DeYoung hasn't. What, what I found really interesting, though, too, is I, I mentioned to Brad, I, I saw sticks about, God, would have been 10 years ago at uh, one of the casinos. Uh, and they didn't play this. And then I would find out later why. Uh, basically, they just eliminated a lot of D Dennis DeYoung's bits. Mm. Uh, Larry Gowan is actually the... Uh, oh, player. Gowan. Criminal Mind, baby. They play, he played. They played that. I love Criminal Mind. Uh, you know, funny enough, when I was DJing uh, in Prince George, trying to get on the radio, I was at a radio station up there, and you know, small market radio, they can only afford so much because you got to pay per song, so you're buying X amount of hits and what have you that you that you can play, and then you got to throw on all your CanCon and stuff like that. And Prince George uh, was. Um, 101.3 hits FM. Uh, and it was the only station where I have heard Lawrence Gowan, Criminal Mind, mm -hmm. and Britney Spears, Baby One More Time, back to back. This was two, uh, 1999. And they, it was back, bookended those two songs. So we had Criminal Mind first, and I'm grooving out. And then, oh, baby, baby. Um, How are you supposed to know? It's jarring. <sighs> so they'll will they ever get back together? Probably not. Dennis DeYoung's near eighty at this point. Yeah, but they're still touring. Yeah, they're still touring. But so is so is uh, Dennis DeYoung. He's still performing. He can't to the same ability that he used to. Uh, he was super sick. So he says he actually got fired the last time. He said, "Look, when they were doing another reunion in the in the late nineties, mm. and that's when they hired Gowan to replace him. Uh, he would later sort of st state that Tommy Shaw basically needed money." whether that's true or not well probably mm -hmm. it probably is uh but he was really sick uh, it turned out that he whatever it was that he had has left him where he's his senses are having trouble he can't taste he can't smell and he'll pretty much has to wear sunglasses almost all the time the opposite of spider-man i suppose he probably got bit by a slug that would be a comic book radioactive slug Slug man, slug man does whatever. A slug can leaves a trail right behind. <laughs> you didn't even prep this. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so, so this was crap. This was an adventure down Crap Boulevard. We wound up in a crap little cul-de-sac and uh, 
we played around the crap for a bit. I, I will still listen to the song if it comes on. I just never want to watch that skit again, ever. Well, watch the other ones. They're even worse. No, I will not. When they do that in the room. concert while they're, 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 they're playing their other hits from previous albums, it is... I, I can't even imagine being a Styx fan. Because this is no internet back then. You, you don't even know anything that's going on. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I didn't come to this movie. <laughs> so, yeah, it really hurt. Apparently they lost a shit ton of money on that, too. But anyway. Oh, well, probably. It was crap. It it went. But, uh, but again, a, a monster hit. Enduring. Uh, I, I want to close off with a few other things here with this. Uh, and, and some of the research I did, uh, I came across a really badly written article on Medium, which was saying even where uh, they were talking about how the song was racist. Well, and I it kind of is. Well, the time, okay. But this, this the guy's reasoning for it was everything that was going on around it. Mm -hmm. Actually, anything from the song itself. So, okay, so the song itself, not so much. The video, definitely. As soon as you see the android, uh, that is a caricature Mr. of it. Like I said Roboto. before, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, it's a 1930s Japanese racist caricature combined with a robot and a samurai. Yeah, and also in that, that skit, too. Uh, eh, but your mother was a Toyota. I'm trying to do my Dennis DeYoung here. Yeah. And then when he beats up the robot, he, he's uh, saying something in Japanese. Because when he beats up the robot, he, he kicks the robot, and then Brad and I were noticing they kicked him in the nuts. Um, mm -hmm. Good now, thing that they sort I of don't think robots have nuts, but I know that Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman Jack? Monster Squad. Mm. From like the late 80s. Uh, had one of the one of the little uh, brat pack kids and uh one of the Corys or something like that anyway there's like kick him in the nards wolfman doesn't have nards and one of the kids kicks him in the nuts and like, wolfman bends over and he's like oh wolfman's got nards <laughs> so sorry i just acted out the best part of the movie for you uh, i i'm definitely homer in that with man a man gets hit in the crotch with football uh. <laughs> that that shit will always work saying that yeah so the, i kind of was now I, i'm not saying sticks is racist i don't think they are at all it was at the time there was the whole japanic going on where you know japan's going to take over the world like you were saying before with the idea of blade runner with the idea of everything being everything on the shelves was you know any electronics were made by the ja pan company you know, it's it's all of that stuff. So there was that fear in much the same way that right now we have the fear of having outsourced all of our manufacturing to China. And so there's the whole fear of, of China on the horizon in, in much the same way. Yeah, just uh, with a lot less racism or maybe a lot more depending on your point of view, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> depending on who you hang out with. Yeah. What channel you watch. <laughs> Oh, well, it doesn't matter what, what news channel you're watching. Everything They just uh, claim different groups are racist. That's the only difference. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, I mean, what it comes not, right down to it. This is not a political it, show, nor do I this, want, wish to do one. This song was poo. By itself was okay. Guilty pleasure poop. poop, but poop nevertheless. Yeah, it's it's one of those good poops where you're happy when it's done. 
especially with that skit. That skit, I, I, it's one of those things where like, I almost, I, I never liked this, this sentence. I watched it, so you have to, but this might apply here. Sometimes I, I play into that. It's like when you like open the fridge and take out the milk and sniff it and you're like, oh, and you're like, hey, does this smell bad to you? See, now, wait, <laughs> when a woman hands you something and says, smell this, it's usually something that smells good. And when a guy does it, it's like his balls or a foot or bad dairy. <laughs> Dutch oven. Dutch oven, yeah. Hey, smell this. <laughs> <laughs> When we do it, it's okay. When women do it, it's just disgusting. Okay, if a woman Dutch ovened me, I don't know that I'm going to say I would fall in love, but I would. There would be mad fucking respect. Well, that, that Pornhub history just became a little bit more clear, didn't it? On search words. Well, I didn't know you hacked my account. Did you know there's a website out there called Cake Farts, or at least there used to be, and it's exactly what you yeah, think it would ahead. be. Look, people farting on cakes. Yeah, it's people sitting down on a cake and farting. I'm not going to ask why you know this. Um, you already know why he knows this. <laughs> I, know, I know I never spend a lot of time on it, but I'm kind of curious to know if anybody's ever tried a Dairy Queen cake. To fart on a Dairy Queen cake? Yeah, because not only would you get a really cool juicy noise as your ass melted the ice cream, but if you sit on things cold long enough, you get <gasps> Polaroids. Oh, that doesn't actually sound so bad. Come on, Polaroids, sit on something cold. Yeah, yeah. It's I funny. Yeah, no. Anywho, okay. I guess we can move on here unless there's any more parting discussion. Moving right along. Oh, oh, Miss Tessman. Yes, Mr. Ooh. Kirk. You got my last name? <laughs> it's right on the screen. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Bachner? That's all right. That's why this is, is Bachner verse. Yeah, yeah. Which is also the name of my fantasy football team that's started the season one and two, but god damn it. But anyway, uh, what do we got next week? Well, I have a question for you. Have you heard about the word? Um, oh, bird is the word. So watch a lot of bird. A willow bird, 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 right. a bird, bird, bird. Okay. Okay. This is going to be stuck in my head now for way too long because it earworms. This song earworms hard. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching Family Guy? Yeah, probably. I don't know how much there is to talk about the song, but probably uh, nothing. We'll, we'll just reference oh. Family Guy for half. Wait an hour until we find out that the you know the the singer actually you know got caught with like twelve bodies in his basement and a you know a mistress that he made out of uh, paper mache and dead birds. Oh. Yeah. All right. Seems yeah. plausible for a surf band. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I mean, like the world has given us Gary Glitter, so. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get into that one. I I don't know that I want to veto. Well, I'm amazed because it going how, how many times that's that's that rock and roll song part two is still played in arenas and, and, and games. Do they not know? But anyway, uh, so with that, uh, just now it's time to plug some things. 
Ooh, uh, oh, sorry, you're talking about, okay, never mind. I wrote a book. Did you know that? It's a great book. It's the best. Is it a book, book about plugging? No, but it's the best book I ever wrote. Nice. What was the second best book? Uh, I haven't written it yet. Okay. It's about the late, great Chavo Guerrero Sr. Uh, he he helped, uh, I helped him with his autobiography, and that's out on Amazon. Chavo Guerrero, instant classic. Check that out. Uh, there's other shows here in the Bucknerverse. Uh, a lot, there's going to be a whole lot of sports-related ones coming out this fall. Uh, five of the Retro Football Review shows with my co-host on that one, Paul Lawrence. Uh, there is the Classic Sports Review with Glenn Palowski, where we, yeah, I don't even know that we're really, most of the time we're just really goofing on shit. It's... It's probably the least professional. If you think I'm unprofessional in this show, you should see me the one I do with Glenn. The, the Is that about sports ball, though? Yeah, well, it's classics. Yeah. What did I say on one of them? We reviewed a roller, a roller derby thing. And what did I say about one of the contestants? I said, I'm not saying that she's got a lot of body hair, but I'm not saying that she doesn't look like she could possibly be very hairy underneath that. So oh. hairy Bigfoot's taking pictures. Yeah, but she's only four foot eleven. That was sort of interesting too. But that's mm. that's neither here nor there. Ewok territory. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah interesting. There's also the show I do with Evan Nolan, the weekly Hall of Fame show. There's where we look at Hall of Fame related news. I will be having a whole lot to say about that. We're also going to be doing eventually our cancel pool, which is getting very interesting, considering mm. how many people have actually been canceled since we even decided to do this. I know we could be racking up the points if we get on this. So we gotta oh. we gotta get some some rules in place so we can start making oh. our picks. All right. So Rachel Zegler, does that count? Because she just got canned from Paddington three today. Oh, I didn't read about that. Because they said, you know what, it's just not worth it. Let it say um, I don't know about you, Andrea, but I'm starting to feel pretty shitty about Kirk cheating on us and then bragging about it on our show what all the other shows i do yeah like walking Brags home telling your wife other partners it's you good. can be on those shows i pro- hey to be fair i promote to be fair. too no i'm just saying man you know it's like walking home, telling he your brings- wife about the chick you picked up at the bar yes it's a great thing that you just said that when my wife just walked in yeah, well, Brad, that's what I'm saying. It's more like you going home and telling your nesting partner about the new girl you're dating. I don't have any of those. I put on a hoodie today to try to get a girlfriend <laughs> to steal it. Well, I think we're going to bid everyone adieu because the dogs here in the Bucknerverse are going a little bit mental. So they hello, are mental different. dogs. And also, hello, Pauline. Hello. We haven't even seen Winnie today. No, well, I gave Winnie a treat to keep her occupied, and that's uh, uh, fair. That, that seemed that seemed to work, and I didn't see how I could use Winnie as a prop on this one. Ah, yeah. Well, everybody got a little peek at Opal's nose there at one point, so there you go. And, and Opal didn't, nose on that Opal, dog. Opal didn't give you the most awesome pause face of all time today. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait till you see that face. Pause face. I'm not looking forward to that episode. No. So with that. On behalf of everyone here in the Bucknerverse, we bid you adieu. Adios. See ya.